you developed a pandemic hobby, 651-641-1071. Give us a call on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I had a group of girlfriends uh, on the back deck this weekend, and we were chit-chatting on Saturday. By the way, it was a beautiful day. And we were talking about all of the hobbies we've picked up over this last year and change. Oh, sure. And it made us sound very productive as we were sharing our own pandemic hobbies. Yeah. And one of my friends had a pandemic hobby that I just recently picked up. And I am, it is a, it is a problem. All right. What is it? It is Turkish romantic comedies. Oh, I've never heard of such things. Tell me more. So, Similar to um, what a lot of people know, like what a telenovela is. Yeah. A Turkish, the Turkish romantic comedies, they're called Deezies. Okay. And they are a similar flavor, but they're really, first of all, they are over two hours long, which is crazy. So each episode like is a movie. like a movie, like a feature length film. That's number one. Number two, what is interesting about Turkey is they have some really strict rules about what can and can't be shown okay and for example if a kiss occurs between two of the characters that show is fined for showing the kiss which means they get very creative it's not that they don't kiss they do and then they'll pay the fine but it is a slow burn there's a lot of getting super close there is like a lot of romantic sexual tension and I got into this one. It's called Erkenzi Kus, which means early bird. Okay. Where do you find these? Well, thank you for asking. And by the way, 651-641-1071. Tell us about your own pandemic hobbies. It turns out there is like a Netflix for Turkey called Turkflick. And I, did, I paid for a membership. You can watch them for free, but they come with ads. And the ads are kind of annoying and not always entirely appropriate. And I just thought if I'm in, I'm in. So thirteen dollars wow. no Turk flick, and I'm watching. And there's like Kenzie Coos. There's all um, like how, how many episodes like in each one? So like, so, what are you investing in? They're all different. The one that I'm watching right now has. Hold on, I gotta actually see for sure because I think it has like thirty some. Oh, okay, so it's significant. Oh, it's a commitment. Like it's not a joke. My bigger, my only frustration with Turk flick. Thanks for asking. Is that on Turk Flick, it doesn't retain where you last. Oh, no, I lied, honey. It's 51 episodes. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Um, It doesn't retain where you were in the show. So you have to remember, like, I was on this episode. Oh, gosh. And I don't watch them all in one sitting. (laughs) Doing that in a foreign language seems a little challenging. You have to pay. This is the other thing. You have to pay attention. Because you're going to have the subtitles. Oh, for sure. Like, I can't just listen to it. And know what's going well, on. And this is a genre because I know there are tons of Korean dramas. Yeah. Um, there's a whole subgenre of Japanese. I mean, it's to the Japanese, it's not a subgenre, but a subgenre specifically of romantic comedies mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that lots of other cultures have. So that's a, just a, another cool way to, you know, sort of scratch that itch, but do so. And you're probably going to learn something as well about Turkey. Uh, totally and it's and uh, here the first thing you learn about turkey is it's an absolutely picturesque beautiful country yeah um and i mean the scenery and 
The people? The humans. Okay. Well, that's Because the a... two main characters of this, the one I'm watching, this rom-com, or Kenzie Coos, are the most attractive, like, unbelievably attractive people. Yeah, and they're just that doesn't hurt. like delightful and they have a ton of on-screen chemistry and they can't kiss or they can, but they don't very often. So it's like, it is a slow burn. I'm five episodes in over the weekend. I'm telling you, it's like I fit it in, in between things. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I love anytime you jump into something and then you get super obsessed with it. Well, and I'm afraid that like, it's going to take over my life in such a way that all I'm going to do is try to get other people <laughs> well, to get into this. I mean, wouldn't be the worst thing. It says there are 60 Turkish TV series on this Turk flick. Yeah, there's a ton. I mean, there's it like whoever when my friend told me that she was watching a Turkish rom- romantic comedy. Yeah, I had no I just didn't have any idea what that meant or like how she found it or oh, what the sure. deal but, but was. She probably didn't either until somebody turned her on. Right. To it. And then and then it's like, you know, then you start to like dig deep into these and you see a lot of the same people like actors pop up in other Oh sure. Shows apparently, and then yeah. like you get upset. Like I've started following people on Instagram. Yeah. The thing about it is, when I tell you I'm watching a romantic comedy that has two hour episodes, and I've already watched five, the I think the perception may be like, wow, she's got a lot of extra time on her hands. Yeah. I do not. I was gonna say you're always busy. So. I I do not have the time to watch this. I this is how I fit it in. Sitting in the car while my kids were at the orthodontist this morning. Oh, there you go. I watched like 20 minutes. So you just watch it on your phone or do you have an iPad or something? Uh, sometimes I cast it to my TV. Oh. Sometimes I watch it on my iPad. Sometimes it's on my computer. While I'm doing something else, I will, but I have to pay pretty close attention to the subtitles. I was going to say, that's probably important. But there are some storylines, like anything you just don't care about. Well, so and you can okay. kind of tell yeah. <laughs> when they're kissing. Or right, not. Or apparently. not. Right. Um, anywho, that's my pandemic hobby. Turkflick.com. Turkflick.com, which does sound kind of dirty, doesn't it? I mean. But it's not. It's, not if the people are hot. Um, it is. They, and they are. Um, 651, nobody has any hobbies. Bradley, did you pick up any pandemic hobbies? I don't hobbies? think so. Fine. Of course. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? All we've done for the last year is pick up hobbies. You have got like, you've got like some hobbies. I don't think you're going to give up. No, I mean, I hope. I don't know. Like, it's just been about a year since I started, you know, baking bread because I got bored one day and tried to figure out how to bake sourdough. So, and I feel like you've totally perfected it. Well, you know, like, that's the beauty of doing something because it's not that it's that hard. I mean, flour, water, salt, right? Mm -hmm. And if you play with flour, water, and salt enough, it turns out you can figure out what you're doing. And um, so, when you do it over and over and over and over again, you you learn things, so that that was actually a helpful experience. You know, does it even of, take you time? Any, I mean, it takes you time. But it takes it, a lot of time, unfortunately. But does it take? What I, I guess the question I meant to ask was, does it take you less time now than it did? Uh, I'm much more efficient with my time. That's a bit probably the right way yeah. to answer that question because it still takes like you know, it started on Friday, it's finished on Sunday, but. I move through that process pretty quickly. Like it doesn't, it's just waiting. You're, yeah. you're, you know, you do something and then you have to wait a few hours. Yeah. Then you come back to it, do something else, wait a few hours. So it's not hard is not the right word. It's a commitment. And then it, but it's also a, 
to use an overused word that sounds kind of debaggy, it's a practice mm. because you're just doing the same thing over and you know, like any skill right. that you pick up and do over and over again, you learn things, you, you know, are challenged by certain things. That's how I feel with my Turkish romantic comedy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm challenged yeah. by things. I've learned You're like things. learning things. I've learned a couple, you know, uh, words in Turkish. Like what? Gnaiden means good morning. Gnaiden. Good night. And we're going to say good night into this uh, segment. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together. This time, Britney Spears is going to be our focal point after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. You're right over there. I had a bad day. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Ooh. entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, everything trying to ruin my hot, sexy Turkish boyfriend. Sorry, I, I, hey, look, I was not trying to ruin your boyfriend. I know. I was no talking about Holly. No one's ruining your boyfriend. <laughs> he is. He is too hot. Holly oh, did this thing God. in the break when Colleen shared a picture of one of the men of her Turkish uh, romance shows. And was like, mm, that's just too much. <laughs> and I was like, that's like when somebody gives you a piece of cake and you're like, oh, it's too rich. It's too sweet. Oh. It, that's the point. Yeah, it's working. I mean, if it's you had good. like us on a, you know, Turkish romance show, be like, okay, well, you know. But I mean, look at that. Yeah. That's some stuff. I'm telling you. Oh, and here, just to make it even better, and we're going to get to Brittany. Do not worry about it. Uh, his name is John Yaman is the name of, and it's spelled C-A-N. It's Turkish. It's fine. He, he is, this is his curriculum vitae. He's a, an actor, uh-huh. a model, uh-huh. and a lawyer. I mean, if that's not sexy, I, mean, I don't care I don't know about the, all the clicks and hoots and clicks. Like, look <laughs> at him with his shirt off. That's all I'm and fantasizing that, about. Also that. Thank you. Oh, he's on the cover of uh, Turkish Vanity Fair. I'm telling you, he's on the cover of Turkish everything. Because he's sexy. Hey, uh, you know what we need to do? We need to talk about Britney Spears, and we need to get the Cobra Gang together. Let's do it! Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. You guys, it looks like we're going to be watching that BBC documentary about Britney Spears. Uh... I was already going to, but why now? Oh, well, it's because the, all the cool kids are doing it. But specifically because, uh, as revealed by Page Six, her dad uh, claimed, apparently, supposedly, that we're going to find out in this documentary, that Britney had or has dementia. What? Yeah, so, okay, go with me. So a forthcoming documentary about Britney, we talked about this, is in the works at the BBC. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Battle for Britney. Well, allegedly, Jamie Spears, her dad, marked a box stating, quote, dementia placement or treatment as a reason for the conservatorship over Britney's estate set back, uh, set up rather back in 2008. That's according to documentary shown in the documentary. No. Paperwork shown in the documentary. Thank you. I was like, what? Interesting. And it says there are two options for that, according to the journalist in the documentary. So he he either did that, A, because she does, 
or B, because he's lying, right? Like, it's one of two things. So they have the paperwork, and they imply that the paperwork indicates um, that the reason for the conservatorship was, quote, dementia placement or treatment. And, you know, you outline two things. Either A, it's true, or B, he's lying. And I would just like to say either way that it's tragic. Well, yeah, it's sad regardless. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's horrible if he's falsifying things. And, of course, it's, you know, it's what it is, but it's also sad if if it's true. Um, either way, we're going to we're going to certainly learn more than we know now, according to the BBC documentary, which is why we're all going to be watching it. There. I have so many questions. Um, I have so many questions. One of I don't know. One of them, I guess, would be because if that was in two thousand eight, did mm-hmm. you say that he he? Ticked no, that's that, when the conservatorship was. Well, so and before that's when the he conservatorship. That box. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she has performed a grueling mm-hmm. schedule nightly in yeah. Las Vegas for a lengthy period of time. Yeah. Which again, right? Like if somebody has dementia or whatever the medical equivalent is, because again, you know, like let's not enter. We, too- we're not going to be experts in the medical. Yeah, we're not field. medical experts, no. right? I'm just sharing with you what's claimed in a tabloid about an upcoming documentary, so you can take mm-hmm. that for what it's worth. But the the point here is, if the word dementia is being floated around, and Britney Spears then goes on to carry on, you know, uh, an eighty hour work week. One of two things is happening. A, she's being required to do things beyond her capacity, yeah. or B, we're being lied to. And by B, we, I mean the court right. was being lied to. Right? That is severely troubling. Absolutely. Um, it makes me want to know, okay, no, what the hairdresser is saying. <laughs> Why do I always go back to the hairdresser? Uh, well, because he doesn't have a problem yapping out of the side of his mouth. Yeah, and like, who knows if he actually knows anything. By the way, this is a person who did um, Britney's hair and makeup at one point. So and he's he also providing her medical friends. care. Yeah, he says that they have a friendship. We invited him on the show. He, he said he was going to gonna check her. with Britney. I haven't heard back from him. I'm just saying. But he did return my text and yes. tell me that he was going to... Because he's free. So, I don't know. It's weird. It's just that Britney's not um, mm, interesting. Anyway, oh my gosh. Um, and what is how? I don't know. I have more questions, and I don't know if you have the answers to them. But how did the BBC obtain these um, documents? Because they're not public. It just. I mean, it just says that, that obtained. They have them. So it says that the BBC was handed these documents. Okay. Um. So. Maybe we'll learn, but again, journalists aren't really ones to reveal their sources, so I, I don't expect that you would necessarily know. But if those documents are, you know, revealed to be, I, I would just think a BBC documentary probably airs on the side of rigorous journalism. So, right, um, you know, we'll wait to see what the context of that is or what it really implies, and maybe experts who will be in a far better place than we are to 
expand on that, but all all this tells me is this is something we're going to want to watch. Right? And when does this come out? That's a good question. Um, there's not a date in this Page Six article. I'm just quickly scanning the sun. The reason I'm asking, I'm just curious. June t- nope, that's not it. Because that, I think... Wednesday. But that's oh. in the UK. Oh. So they have um, BBC Two and their what they call their iPlayer. It's like the streaming. Yeah, we can't do that. So uh, I don't know when it'll air here, but I imagine well, soon. The, the good news is okay. So there's like so the the reason I was asking when it was going to air was because I was curious if it would air before her next court date, where she is um, she is requested to address the court, which is like June twenty third. Exactly. So. Um, so it sounds like it's going to, at least it'll air in the UK prior to that. Well, right? And then if it's there'll be air. press reports. Exactly. So whatever is learned in detail, we will get an accounting of, even if we don't get the chance to see it in full. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was going to say, is that we're going to get the report of the report, and then we will report it to you, uh, our dear listeners, before we're able to actually watch this BBC documentary. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm with you, Bradley. I think this is definitely going to be on our must-watch list. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. And we're going to tell you all about them when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And before we get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Am I feeling generous right now? What? What? Am I? Yeah! Yay! Yay! We have a little prize to give away, Holly. What are we giving away? Yeah, we do. We have a Bella Classic Facial at Bellader Med Spa in Maple Grove. It's a corrective facial, good for anyone at any age. So, seventh caller, 651-641-1071, is going to win that Bella Classic Facials at Bellader Med Spa in Maple Grove. And congratulations to the big winner. And Yay. now, let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Like where? We are going to a bar in Nashville on this past Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, It's been a long time since I've been to a bar. Definitely have never been to Nashville. But apparently they're doing that kind of stuff there. And uh, it apparently was actually Kid Rock's bar. Oh, that's a a thing. I didn't know he had a bar. Apparently he does. And um, now you know because... Hmm. How do I explain exactly what happened? I don't know. Um, well, on Saturday night, the cops got a phone call to come to Kid Rock's Big Earth Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. Is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, my God. That's delightful. I know. Well, because a guy had taken off his colostomy bag and was swinging it around. Okay, no. I'm... Dead I don't think serious. we're supposed to do that. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. And I'm not going to say, but I'll let you do the math on it. I just feel like polite company. I don't want to 
get too detailed. Is but this polite company? Not really. Okay. Um, but you know what goes into the colostomy bag. Well, I know what, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it was coming out of the colostomy bag, and it was not contained, obviously, and thus... Um, Why? The guy was arrested, and at least one of the cops did have to go home and change his uniform because... Oh, God. Well, yeah, of course. ...of the matter. <laughs> like, literally. Uh-huh. The, the matter. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you gotta God, keep that thing just... attached, y'all. Keep I... it attached. No, I just feel like... That would scar me. For life. Yeah. For a number of reasons. What did they, I mean, oh God, I just don't even know. What did they, I mean, what happened? He got arrested. took him into custody? Yeah, he got arrested. I And like I said, one of the cops had to go and change his clothing. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, I, yeah. Keep that thing attached. Yeah. That was not a story I ever thought I'd read. However, I... I mean... Knowing that <laughs> I, feel I know, like it, it is crazy. A lot worse. It is crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah. It feels like um, perfect for this segment. I do just want to remind you that the name of Kid Rock's Steakhouse on Lower Broadway in Nashville is indeed called Kid Rock's Big Earth Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. I wonder if they have like a surf and turf option. If uh, you know they have a nice ribeye, maybe a filet, some. Fam- are the sides family size? I'm guessing. Served family style. I mean, it's big uh, honky tonk. I don't I mean, feel yes. like they have petite fillets. No, there's no. nothing petite. My mom it's would big, definitely uh, not go there then. Well, I mean, she'd have she to share. She loves a petite fillet. I'm like, do you? Why? It's just, there's nothing on it. It's just a t- tiny little piece of meat. Anyway. Don't knock people's steak choices. <sighs> I just don't understand it. I, I think fat is flavor. Oh, I agree. The more fat. And you want it medium, y'all. The better. Medium. The flavor. Pink and fatty. Okay, so let's move on from that to... Where were we? That was Nashville. That was Nashville. Uh, we're going to Pennsylvania, oh. which is a... I mean, literally Florida Junior. When At it this comes point, to crazy, yes. stupid idiots. Because Correct. Uh, Pennsylvania has as many crazy, stupid, idiot stories that we've read on this show anyway as a state known as Florida. Okay, I want to take you to a place, and I don't know where this is. I apologize. I've never been to Pennsylvania before, Somerset County, Hmm. and I want to tell you about a guy who was arrested for cheating, stealing, which is like stealing and cheating Mm -hmm. together, but he was stealing chainsaws. So Nathaniel, like multiple? Yeah. Okay. So 31-year-old Nathaniel Gibbons of Central City stole like $2,300 worth of chainsaws. That's a lot of chainsaws. That's a uh, load of chainsaws, is it not? Kid Rock honky tonks. <laughs> Quick question. Hmm. I do what does uh, the average chainsaw go for? Like I don't know what the actual sticker price of a chainsaw is in order to know just how many chainsaws this guy was hauling. I don't know, but what I can tell you is that there were well, we might be able to do some math at some point. Okay, that's fine. But I can tell you actually It's no. not two. No, it's not two, it's several probably, okay. chainsaws. All right. And it'll all become clear in a moment. But several chainsaws were stolen. And these were not just, you know, like, you know, something you pick up at the Home Deeps. Uh, this is like work, 
level, like people who do this professional. Professional chainsaw. Professional. A steel 271, mm. a steel 261, a steel 201T, along with a Poulan P3816. Oh, that's the one I have. A Sheen Daiwa, a Husqvarna 120 Mark II, and a Craftsman 358. What does this guy need with all of these chainsaws? I don't know. But um, uh, a member. $3,200 worth of chainsaws. So Oof, these were wow. big, right? That's a lot. Well, that's not crazy stupidity at status other than like, why are you stealing chainsaws, right? right? But it's stuff, and we've read so many stories of like a big tub of, I don't know, kangaroo meat or sausage casings for days. Yeah. People steal stuff. Is yeah, they just do. Yeah. Right? What? Yeah, like they Somebody just... was going to say something no. about the sausage casings. No. Okay. Um, Did you want me to talk about sausage no, cases? No. Um, so, but that's not crazy stupidity at worthy. Garden variety, you sold some stuff. What is worthy of talking about in this particular segment is how uh, he was discovered. Was he putting them in his pants? <laughs> no. Okay. Although that would be very dangerous. Imp- but mildly impressive. Yes, if you could fit that many chainsaws in your Sir, pants. But I will tell you, chainsaws in your pants. So they were like, uh, <laughs> they were like, hey, Mister, because again, Nathaniel Gibbons. They're like, hey, Mister Gibbons, uh, we'd like to talk to you about all your chainsaws or all the chainsaws that have recently gone missing. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so then they cornered him in his garage. And they saw him sitting there in in the dark, and they turned on the lights. And that's when they realized, uh, you know, something was going on. Because there he was. Like he was was doing something with the chainsaw. There he was in the garage, (sighs) Mm -hmm. and they're like, so what happened to all them chainsaws? And he was like, what chainsaws? And they're like, the ones you're surrounded by. He was literally hiding from police Among for stealing ch- chainsaws in the middle of a giant cluster of high dollar mm-hmm. professional grade no. stolen chainsaws. He's no. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Trying to gaslight them. Yeah. They're like, we see you <laughs> and your chainsaws. chainsaws. Yeah. He Aww. apparently is charged um, with a burglary in April of a garage where several thousands of rounds of ammunition were also stolen so he likes to steal large quantities of things oh i i feel like there's more to this story yeah and i don't really want to know it Mm-mm. he uh is free on two unsecured twenty five thousand dollar bonds with a preliminary hearing slated for may 12th oh that was in pennsylvania yes we are going international oh good we're going to chile we have not been able to travel for a while chile yes what's going on in chile well i this actually i just want everybody to take note of this because there's some brilliance in this crazy stupid idiot story okay so here's what happens a guy is filling up his car at the gas station when a van pulls up and three guys exit the van and they're trying to rob the the guy who's filling up his car okay now here's where the genius shows up okay the guy who's filling up his car with gas what do you think he does to keep them well i know what he does because i've seen the video but i'm not going to spoil it so thank you 
he sprays them with the gas nozzle. He just starts spraying gasoline all over these guys that are rolling up. And they're like, I don't want gasoline in my mouth. Um, And they run off. But can we talk about why they're crazy, stupid idiots? Because they're... They're coming up on a guy who's putting who has yes. the gasoline in his hand. Part two, the uh, the sequel to that movie. Uh-huh. They drive off in a in, vehicle yeah. after they've been sprayed with gas. I mean, oh, yeah, stray spark. Anyone? Yeah, fire hazard. Anybody? Like they're gonna go up in flames. They hit a bumper. They um, you know bounce a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, on their way out of the parking lot, that thing's going up in They're flames, man. Park yeah. the car, and someone's going to be casually walking down the street, smoking a cigarette, and not thinking anything of it. Like, oh, static electricity. Somebody coughs. You don't eat a wintergreen lifesaver. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, it happens. It sparks when you remember that. Yeah, but not like a fire spark. Oh yeah, really? Wait, wait, yes. wait what, what? What's this all about? <laughs> Like when you chew on a winter green lifesaver, you can see sparks. But that's not like a fire spark. I don't know what other kind of spark it would be. I don't know. I but I don't want to know that I can make fire with my lifesavers. That doesn't feel like a lifesaver. I don't know. I just heard a radio story about it. So you perhaps we'll need to Google it in the break. Fire. My point is Right. Like right. I don't know that if I've just been doused and my entire running vehicle has been doused with gas that I would hit the pedal to the metal. Right? Like I would run fleeing right from the vehicle and try and to hope stay it away didn't from fire. Burst into flames. Right. Yes. Um they did as as you said they hopped in the vehicle they drove away and there's no word on whether or not the cops have been able to track them down to which I would say follow your nose. Yeah. Or just wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A big flashing light. Exactly. (laughs) Can you believe that? But I thought that is some quick thinking right there. No, that's genius. Like on the part of the guy, because I don't know what I would do. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'll give you all my money and take my car. Not realizing, you know, I've got a weapon. Right. Of gasoline. Of gasoline. But I just don't know that that quickly I would be able to. So this guy, through. the video, I mean, you see, he just literally like takes that thing right out of the car. <laughs> he and just, literally say, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a fire hose. Yeah. It's insane. Sadly, we do not have video of my previous story about the guy at Kid Rock's oh, restaurant. Yeah, thanks for not sharing that. You're welcome. But I imagine it looked the same. No, I don't. We're not. No, we're not going to talk about, about it. Pretend, that. That. Pretend nope. I didn't say it. Delete. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little game to play. That game is called The Throwback. Live. After this on My Talk 1071.